Good morning, everyone. So we, uh, I didn't introduce Father Brady at the beginning of Mass. I think many of you know him. Uh, Father Brady Wagner is one of my good friends. Uh, we've been close for uh, 12 years now. We were ordained priests together, um, and he's a priest at the seminary, so he helps men in the seminary kind of, so they know like how to be good priests, which is kind of scary. Um, (laughs) So when you're ordained, one of the things that's become kind of a custom in the Catholic Church is that when you get ordained, you make holy cards. And it's one of those things where you kind of choose an image that is important to you, and uh, on the back of the, the holy card, you'll put your ordination date and your name, and you'll say something like, you know, pray for me, kind of thing. And sometimes you can grow to know things about a priest by what they put on their holy card. So I was just asking Father Brady before Mass to tell me to remember what was on his. And it makes sense. Like, Father Brady on his, he has Jesus, Mary, and John the Baptist. And Father Brady has a huge devotion to John the Baptist. And if you know him, you know that that's one of his, kind of a big deal to him. So I always like to make fun of one of our, our good friends, Father John Nepple, because so you, what you put on your holy card says something about you. So uh, Father John put on his blessed Pierre Giorgio Forsati, who's an awesome saint. Um, in fact, but he hasn't been fully canonized yet. He's just a blessed. And so John put Pierre Giorgio Forsati on his. On my holy card, I put Jesus. <laughs> right? Um, kind of says something. <laughs> but I want to talk actually this morning, and that this is, I promise this is relevant, that's not just a totally random story. Uh, I want to talk actually today in, in today's sermon actually about the image on my holy card. And we'll get there in just a second. Today's feast day is Mary, Mother of God. But what's really important about today's feast day And this is so important for us as Catholics, brothers and sisters. When the church says something about Mary, whenever she says something about Mary, she always says it to help us understand Jesus. So today's feast day is Mary, Mother of God. But what it's really about, and we'll get to this, today's feast day is entirely about the identity of Jesus Christ. So we'll get to that in a second. So on my holy card, and I, if I had enough, I actually might, but I didn't do it. <clears throat> um, I would put them out for you guys to look at. So my holy card is an icon of Jesus, and it's just like our icon up here. It's not the same one. It's, it's fairly similar, but slightly different. And a lot of people today, we don't understand icons. For a lot of you, you might just think, you know, that icon, well, I just thought it was kind of a not very well done drawing of Jesus or something. Um, that's really not true. <laughs> there's, there's, there's great depth to icons, and icons are meant to teach us something about who that person is. Not what they looked like, necessarily, but who they are. And so on my icon, there's, there's a picture of Christ. And the odd thing, if you take the time to actually look at it somewhat closely, the odd thing about the, the icon on my holy card is that 
Jesus' face is disproportionate. And why would someone do that? It's, it's very intentional. If you look at his eyes, they don't quite line up. They, they, everything looks a little different. Why? It's a, it's a very ancient icon. And, and what the icon is teaching us, and I always tell people to do this, and if you look at it, you can look it up. If you um, go online, if you look for um, Pantocrator, and if you can't remember that word, look for Jesus, like the almighty icon. Uh, you, this one will probably come up. But anyway, one side of his face looks different from the other. And if you put your thumb over one side of Jesus' face, he looks joyful and merciful and happy. But if you put it on the other side, he looks stern. And it almost can put a little bit of fear in you. And what the icon is teaching you, among other things, is meant to teach us who Jesus is. And what it's trying to do is it's trying to hold together two truths that oftentimes we separate. And the truth, the two truths it's holding together is that Jesus is both our judge and our Savior. That he's both. And those two things, if you leave one of those two things out, you misunderstand who Jesus Christ is. This is hugely important. One of the things that, that I've come to, to learn in my life is that usually when you hear someone talk about God, not always, but, but very frequently, when people talk about who God is, it usually tells you more about them than God. Because all of us want Jesus to look like us. All right, so some people, you know, if, they, uh, if they're kind of more of the, like, engineer, justice, like to think, like, in straight, clear lines types, they'll talk like that. They'll say, you know who God is? He gave the commandments. He tells you to do this and not that, and this is how it is. And they're right. If you're on the other side of things, you might be someone who's a little bit more like, well, God is merciful and loving, and have you seen Jesus' hair? He's clearly a hippie. He wore sandals, and he was about the environment, right? That's also true. But both of those pictures are incomplete. Father Brady and I, by the way, wrestle about this all the time. We have fun, we kind of debate back and forth, and I'm usually right. Um, but anyway, this is what today's feast day is about. And so Mary, and this is what happened. Today we're talking about Mother of God. Why does that matter? In the year 431, the church officially gave Mary the title Mother of God. And it was all about Jesus. Some people were saying he wasn't really a human being. He was just God and he kind of appeared like a human being. And Mary's title safeguards the identity of of Christ. Because if she's a mother, if she's really a mother, that means Jesus was really a human being. But in, within her title, it's not just that she is a mother, she is the mother of God. 
And brothers and sisters, here's what I want to invite you into today. I want you to be invited into the mystery, the beautiful, powerful, unbelievable mystery of who Jesus Christ is. All of us fall on kind of one of those ends. And sometimes there's entire generations that tend to embrace one truth about Jesus without the others. I think this is how my my grandparents' generation was. My grandparents' generation tended to emphasize Christ's divinity. And if you went to church in that time, churches spoke of God's divinity. They were gorgeous. They weren't like your home. They weren't like a place you go to hang out and be comfortable. It was different. The cathedrals are like this, right? You walk into a cathedral, a cathedral emphasizes God's divinity. You walk in and your eyes naturally are raised up. And it reminds you that you're different. That God is full of truth and beauty and goodness and that he's beyond you. And I think that generation did a wonderful job of emphasizing that divinity of Christ. But sometimes people felt like there was no room for them in that church. They felt like, well, but I'm a, I'm a sinner. And I'm just kind of a normal person. And, and is there room for me? Could God possibly love me? And so generally, in, in broad sweeping terms, the next generation tended to look the opposite way. And they were all about the humanity of Christ, right? I always laugh at this. At my last church, there was a, a break-off Catholic church that wasn't really Catholic, but they called themselves Catholic. And their sign outside their church said, was a quote from Jesus. And it just said, Jesus says, hey, come to dinner. It's like, really? <laughs> Do you really think that's what the Eucharist is? They were trying to emphasize humanity. This is when we started building churches in the round, right? Because we said it's about humanity, it's about us. And there's a truth to that. But oftentimes it left behind the divinity of Jesus. Okay, here's why it matters. Two points. This is what the church has always taught, brothers and sisters. This is why this is a big deal. If Jesus Christ is not both God and man, you cannot be saved. If Jesus Christ is not both God and man, you cannot be saved. Because the way Jesus saves us, what salvation is, is it's humanity united to divinity. And if he's only a man, if he's not God, he cannot possibly unite us to God any more than I can. And lots of people think that's who Jesus was, just another human being. He might have taught nice things. But if that's who Jesus was, the church fathers tell us, if he was just a man, you are still in your sins and there is no redemption. 
But on the other hand, if Jesus is only God and he didn't become a human being, then he also didn't redeem you. Because he didn't take what is you and what is yours, and he didn't really put it on the cross. And he didn't really suffer in a human body for our sake. It was all just a nice fiction if Jesus is not really someone who united his human nature to himself. So brothers and sisters, the the feast today is an invitation into a mystery. It should invite us to reflect more deeply about the beautiful truth of who Jesus Christ is. And the safeguard of that is that Mary truly is that beautiful title, the mother of God. Finally this morning, this should also say something about you. Who are you? Jesus teaches us who we're supposed to be. And you should have both of those things within you. You should be relatable. You know, the the word for priest in Latin, one of the words for priest is pontifex, and it means bridge builder. And that's who Jesus is, right? He builds a bridge between God and man because he is both. Brothers and sisters, you are called to be bridges. You're called to be relatable. One of the greatest compliments I get sometimes from people is they say, Father Brian, we feel like we relate to you. I love when people tell me that. It's usually after I tell them that I'm a sinner. I think people just like hearing that priests are sinners. Um, We are, especially him. Um, (laughs) But you should be relatable. People should look at you and say, you know what, she's not like other Christians I know. I just get her. She's friendly and kind and normal and healthy and human. And in the same breath, they should say she's different. There's something about her of God. There's something deeper. There's something of truth and goodness and beauty. And so today, Jesus, we rejoice, Lord, that you redeemed us, that you truly are God and you truly became man. Lord, that you really did suffer for us, that you really were raised from the dead. We rejoice in your mother, that she is the mother of God. Lord, we ask that because of your humanity, that some way, somehow, we might share in your divinity. 